Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Monday, April 8th, 2019. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with your guide to new releases coming out the week of April 9th. Hello, everybody. I am super excited, but then I'm always super excited for these episodes because I really, really love talking about new books. And there are quite a few of them this week. So settle in and be ready to expand your TBR piles. Before we dive in, of course, I have the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page. You can also join our Facebook listener group where you can interact with us as well as with other podcast listeners. If you would like to get a hold of us for any reason, if you have questions, suggestions, comments, um, maybe you would like some book recommendations or you would like to give us some book recommendations, you can do that via Facebook as well. Or you can send us an email and that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. Now, new bookities. So as always, I just want to say that this is not a comprehensive list. Um, there are so many new books that come out every week, and I just couldn't manage to tell you about all of them. And to be very honest, not all of them interest me. So this is a list of books that either intrigue me. Um, some of them I may have read early copies of. They could be of interest to one or more of my co-hostesses, or I just kind of think that people who listen to Book Bistro might be interested in these titles. So definitely feel free to let me know if a book is coming out that you're excited about that I have not mentioned, because I am always interested in hearing what people are looking forward to reading. So let's get on with the titles. So first up is one of my most anticipated books of 2019. In fact, I talked about it a little bit on our most anticipated books of 2019 episode. So this is When We Left Cuba by Chanel Clayton, and it is finally out. Um, I read an early copy of it. It's fantastic. I pretty much love everything about it. So if you want to hear more about it, definitely refer back to one of our um, 2019 Most Anticipated Reads episodes, and you can find out more. Now for books that have not been mentioned. So first up is The Tudor Rose, and this is a historical novel for young adults about two 16-year-old girls who are best friends and they're heading to London. They want to be named ladies-in-waiting to the queen, but one of them seems to have some ulterior motives. So if you like historical fiction, especially set in the Tudor period, you might want to check this out. And this is The Tudor Rose by W.H. Doyle. This next book is another young adult novel, although it's considered young adult contemporary. And this is called In the Key of Miragani, and it is by Natasha Dean. It's the story of a teenage girl from Ghana 
who is trying to separate herself and her future from the expectations that her parents have for her. So there's a lot of cultural identity stuff here. Um, I love that our main character is a musician. Apparently she is a trumpet player. And so I think that's very cool. I have not read this, but I do want to. And it again is In the Key of Miragani by Natasha Dean. Now, this next book I'm going to talk about is one that I'm really, really looking forward to because it's set at a magical boarding school. And I love boarding school books. I love young adult fantasy. So this is amazing. Um, it's called The Culling Trials. And it's the first book in the Shadow Spell Academy. And it's being written by Shannon Mayer and K.F. Breen. So basically, it's about a teenage girl who disguises herself as a boy so that she can attend this magical academy in her brother's place. Apparently some bad things happen at this school and she doesn't want her brother to go there, so she goes instead. Um, I'm not always a big fan of like girls dressed up as boys um, in novels, but I think in this kind of premise, it could work well. So I'm really looking forward to this. And it again is The Culling Trials, Shadow Spell Academy, book one, by K.F. Breen and Shannon Mayer. So let's move away from young adult for a while. Next up for me is The Palm Beach Wife by Susanna Marin. And it is about a woman who lives the kind of rich life of high society Palm Beach. But everything that she has built for herself, all of this success, is threatened by a secret from her past. So this looks like it could be pretty compelling. Um, I'm not quite sure if it's supposed to be like a psychological thriller or more kind of women's fiction. I think it could kind of go either way. But I think it will be worth checking out. And once again, this is A Palm Beach Wife by Susanna Marin. Lisa Scottolini is coming out with a new book this week. This is a standalone thriller, and it's called Someone Knows. My favorite Scottolini books are her early um, Rosado and Associates novels. The Vendetta Defense, I think, is like one of the very best things she's ever written. But some of her standalones are quite good as well. So this, again, is Someone Knows. And it is by Lisa Scottolini. It is out this week. Kat Sebastian is releasing the second novel in her Regency, excuse me, Regency Imposter series. This is called A Duke in Disguise. I've heard a lot of really good things about Kat Sebastian. And she writes Regency romances that involve LBGT characters. Um, some of them are gay or lesbian. There are a couple people who are gender fluid. So if you're looking for historical romance that features these kinds of characters, you will probably want to check out Cat Sebastian. And this new book is A Duke in Disguise, and it is the second book in her Regency Imposter series. And now let's talk about something else that I've read an early copy of. This is The Stillwater Girls by Minka Kent. And it is a fantastic thriller 
about sisters, about what it's like to be living off the grid in kind of the modern age when, you know, people are used to having things like electricity and the internet and telephones. Um, but this is the story of two girls who grew up in kind of an off-the-grid lifestyle for reasons that they don't fully understand. And what happens when they are forced through a series of very, very bad things that happen to them to enter the kind of real modern world. So this again is The Stillwater Girls, and it is by Minka Kent. I want to speak briefly about Mark Lawrence series, Book of the Ancestors. Um, the third book is coming out this week, and it's called Holy Sister. This looks to be a kind of more adult version of Robin Lefevre's His Fair Assassin books, because it's about girls and women who are nuns. Um, they live in a convent, and they are trained to kill people. Um, I tried to read the first book in this series, and for whatever reason, I could not get into it. But I've heard phenomenal things about it, so I do want to try it again. And now the third book is out, and it is called Holy Sister, Book of the Ancestors, Book 3. The first book is called Red Sister, um, in case you're wondering. And the author is Mark Lawrence. All right, let's go back to young adult for a moment. This is Dreaming Darkly, and the author is Caitlin Kittredge. I've heard of her writing a lot of fantasy, but this looks more contemporary, perhaps with a touch of mystery. Um, it's the story of a young girl who is grappling with some family secrets following the death of her super manipulative mother. Um, I, I own a lot of Kittredge's books, but I have not read them yet. I feel like that's kind of a common refrain for me in these episodes, but I'm definitely adding this to my list. And it once again is Dreaming Darkly, and the author is Caitlin Kittredge. If you pay attention to buzz um, being spread about new releases, you have probably heard at least something about The Binding by Bridget Collins. This is kind of a mashup of like historical fiction and fantasy with a hero who is very interested in book binding. I don't know a lot about it. Um, I keep meaning to read it and I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but I do think that it will be worth checking out. So it again is The Binding and the author is Bridget Collins. So, a couple of years ago, Martha Hall Kelly released The Lilac Girls, which is a World War II novel about three very different women. And a lot of people loved it. I did not love it as much as I was hoping I would, but I still think that it's worth reading. There are a lot of good things to be said for it. Um, apparently, the author is now releasing a prequel, and it's called Lost Roses, and it's the story of Caroline Faraday, who is one of the heroines of the Lilac Girls, um, her mother. So it takes place, it looks like, kind of around World War I. Um, I'm not sure if I'll pick this up. Um, I'll just kind of see, but 
I thought that it would be of interest to some of you who really enjoyed the Lilac Girls and might want to see a bit of um, Caroline's family history. So this again is Lost Roses and it is by Martha Hall Kelly. And I guess I'm kind of young adult heavy this week. There's a lot of really great YA coming out, so I just really had to talk about it. Um, this is How to Make Friends with the Dark, and the author is Kathleen Glasgow. It's the story of a teenage girl's search for her unknown father. I've heard all kinds of really remarkable things about Glasgow's previous novel, which is called Girl in Pieces. So I'm definitely hoping for good things with this one. Um, I have not read Girl in Pieces yet, but I want to. And I also want to check out this one. It is, again, How to Make Friends with the Dark by Kathleen Glasgow. So this kind of makes me sad. This is Cypher. It is a Lords of Deliverance slash Demonica novella by Larissa Ione. And I really love Ione's full-length novels. I love her Demonica books. Her Lords of Deliverance series is so, so excellent. But for the past few years, she has only been writing novellas. And I'm not sure why. I'm hoping that we will eventually get some more full-length novels, even if they're not set in this world. I'd be very happy to read another novel in any world that she chooses to write about. But this is Cypher, and it is a Lords of Deliverance slash Demonica novella. Next up is The House Children by Heidi Danielle. This is another historical novel that takes place in Ireland, and it is about what Ireland terms their industrial schools. So we get to learn a bit about some unwed mothers, um, some orphanages, and all kinds of bleakness, it looks like. But I really like dark, kind of sad historical fiction. So I am very excited for this. And it again is The House Children by Heidi Danielle. You are probably hearing a dog barking. Um, it is very nice here today in Michigan, almost 70 degrees. So we have our door open, and so you're probably hearing some outside noises, and hopefully those are not too distracting. Okay. So we have a few more things to cover. Um, this next book is definitely my catnip. I love cult books, and you probably know that from hearing me talk about various books that I've loved over the years. But this is The Ash Family, and it's by Molly Dector, who is an author that I have not heard of before, so I'm wondering if this is her debut. It's about a 19-year-old girl who joins a mysterious cult. Apparently, though, some of these cult's members begin disappearing. So I really, really want this book. Um, tomorrow cannot come soon enough for me. I need this in my life, like right now. It is The Ash Family, and it is by Molly Dector. This next book is very timely, considering our political climate. This is Girls on the Verge, and the author is Sharon Biggs Waller. 
I own two of her previous books that look to be historical fiction. This looks much more contemporary, and it is about a young girl who gets pregnant and has a plan for what she wants to do about this, but it's a plan that her friends and family are not really in favor of. Um, she ends up going on a road trip across the country and learning about herself, kind of understanding what is prompting her to make this decision that she's making about her pregnancy and her body. And basically this just explores every woman's right to choose what happens to her own body. So this again is Girls on the Verge and it is by Sharon Biggs Waller. Lastly, we have a young adult novel called City of Jasmine, and the author, and I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing this right, is Olga Grosnova. It is the story of three young adults who are struggling to make lives for themselves in war-torn Damascus. Um, I'm not sure if this is contemporary or historical. I could not tell from the synopsis. Um, but I like books that look at war and not just how they affect like the people who are fighting these wars, but the effects that they have on the civilians and the everyday lives of the people who are affected um, by the horrors of war. So this looks like it will be a very deep, um, perhaps sad and insightful read. So this again is City of Jasmine, and it is by Olga Grasnova. And it is out tomorrow. So those are the new books that I am particularly excited about. I hope that you have found some fantastic things to read over the next week. Definitely let me know what you're reading and loving. I will be back next Tuesday morning with more new release information. And there will be some number of us here on Friday morning to talk about more bookish fabulousness. So definitely stay tuned for that. If you would like to let us know what you think of the show, you can do that by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. It provides us with really helpful feedback, but it also helps other book lovers find their way to Book Bistro. So that would be super excellent if you could take the time to do that. All right, everybody, that is it for me. I hope all of you are well. I hope the weather is warming up where you are and that winter has finally said farewell. And we will all speak to you soon. Take care. <laughs>